In this episode, I'll answer a student's question about her horse that resists circling online. And my answer will include a specific exercise, as well as some important psychological nuances about how to do the exercise and why. So it's not just about getting the horse to circle. It's about figuring out how to cause the horse to understand and be motivated to join us on the circle. So here we go, episode 161. Hi, I'm Karen Rolfe, and welcome to Horse Training in Harmony. This podcast is about you making progress with your horse in a way that you both can love. It's about learning how to move and be in harmony. Because yes, you really can develop a horse to be both athletic and happy. When we show up as our best selves for our horses, our horses will show up for us. So let's get started. In my Finding the Sweet Spot of Healthy Biomechanics online course, we do live Q&As with students every week. Uh, I do them and also my Dressage Naturally instructors. And students in the course are then able to ask questions, even submit little video clips for us to watch, and then we answer them. And we get to have a nice discussion, a little chat with them about it. It's such a fantastic way to get help applying the exercises and the concepts that we teach to your particular horse. So I thought I'd share one of those questions and my answer to it uh, with you here on the pod. This episode will not only be, I think, interesting, but it'll give you an idea of the depth of the conversation that we can have inside these courses. And you'll get to hear also my thought process in solving um, this challenge for the student. It's not just one simple answer, but we've got to talk about it and discuss the intention of it and why we're doing it and some of the different particulars. So her question is about a very basic exercise, which is circling online. But in solving this problem, we do get a chance to use some pretty powerful concepts and ways of looking at the whole process of improving it. And even though this is a question about a pretty basic exercise, and you might be thinking, well, what does that have to do with dressage or improving a horse's biomechanics? But it has everything (laughs) to do with that. So we start in the program solving the basic foundational pieces because those set up everything for the future. So it doesn't matter what a horse's posture looks like if they're resisting even making a circle. (laughs) So whenever we look at healthy biomechanics or the way I teach it, I'm always looking at the mental emotional state first. We want to make sure that they understand and they're feeling safe and okay and willing to join us in what we're asking. That already is going to improve posture because things like fear, confusion (laughs) work against the posture we're trying to create. Okay, well, we'll just get into it. Uh, So we'll now start uh, the recording from uh, one of the weekly live Q&As in the Finding the Sweet Spot of Healthy Biomechanics course. Okay, so our other question is from Amy. She would love ideas for how to help a horse 
that pulls out, turns her head, or bulges in the circle game and occasionally stops and rears. Um, she says it happens in specific places like nearer to her friends or going to her harder direction in the, in, to the left. I know that's not unusual for a horse to bulge out or turn away at times, but it feels like she's in a bit of a rut and things may be escalating. She said, my first instinct when I felt her do it the first time was just to keep her engine going by keeping her moving by pointing the stick at her hip like you do in traditional lunging. That works super on day one, some mild tension, but it felt like we were speaking the same language. However, on day two, she was sticky right off the bat and offered her first stop and rear right away after the first few strides of trot. I realized my body language and timing must be playing a role. I've noticed that when she bulges, I instinctively take a step forward and walk out with her. Then I real, as I realize I'm getting pulled off my balance, I close my fist on the line and pull back slightly to resist having the line pulled from me. This was going well until she pulled her head abruptly away from me and I didn't use the stick at all. Um, because I was surprised. So she had more pressure on the halter and less communication about going forward. And she stopped dead in her tracks and reared. At that point, I wasn't in a good position to ask her to go forward with facing me. So I took a step towards her hind end and she reared again and turned away more and tried to run off and I could barely hold on. I can see this is escalating in the future um, as she is literally exiting the game. What do I recommend? Okay. Yeah, so some big, big stuff. So my brain first goes to why. So this is, it's pretty um, bold, <laughs> I'm gonna say extreme, but it's, it's, it's pretty big behavior for simple requests. So my mind is thinking, why, 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 why? Like what, what might be bothering a horse? And uh, when you start, thinking why, why, why for something like that. Um, and because when, you know, you had the day where you really sent her forward and then the next day it was worse, my brain goes to physical discomfort. And you always kind of want to go there first just to kind of check <laughs> because there could be, you know, a big physical reason. And um, and if there is a physical pain or discomfort, you have to be really careful about um, sort of pushing them through it because then it could just confirm and they're going to try harder to avoid it next time. So I want to always like kind of step back and go, could there be a physical reason? And, you know, it's tricky because we look at them and they're like, they're not limping. They look fine. The massage therapist was just there. The chiropractor was just there. They had the teeth. Everything seems fine. You know, but um, still, <laughs> there's the behavior. But I also don't think we need to stop in our tracks and go like not touch them and think, oh, there must be a reason. You know, ulcers, things like that. Um, and even if ulcers weren't like the root cause, if there is a root cause and the stress can create an ulcer, and now now they're uncomfortable. So. All we, you know, and ulcers are much more prevalent in horses than most people think. So just open to the idea that there could be physical discomfort, um, especially if it's worse in one direction or the other. Now, but then in the meantime, if like she's, you know, if it's like maybe there's physical discomfort, but like 
just not like she's limping on three legs and you think it would be fair, reasonable and possible for her to move. Like she moves in the pasture and, you know, things like that. Um, how are we going to handle this? So there's a, there's a way to um, handle the behavior and also not feel too guilty in case there's something physically bothering the horse. So the main point is the, the goal is not going to be, I got to get this horse to circle, right? It seems like that's the, well, that's the problem. I want to, you know, she's not circling lightly on the line. I need to get her circling lightly on the line. The goal is that the horse feels like it's a pretty good deal to want to stay in the area and keep her attention on you. Right. So that's the main thing. So there's some reason she's like, I don't want to be here. (laughs) So that to me is the, is the first goal of like, I want to show my horse that it's a pretty good deal to be with me. And for the safety of all concerned, including, you know, your horse, we need to establish some better communication about a couple things. So this is where I think it's tricky because some people would just go all like, oh, don't ask her to do anything and just love on her. And other people like, get her going. <laughs> and they're somewhere in between. So I would think about my intention is the horse feels like it's a pretty good deal to hang around with me and watch me. And it's safe to do what I'm asking, asking the horse to do. And, and it's really important to have that intention in your mind because that's going to change the way that you make your request it's not going to be from come on sucker you got to listen to me it's like come on what i'm not asking for anything too hard you can totally do this and i'll give you scratches when you do <laughs> right so you can make the same request and ask for the same behavior but coming from a totally different point of view so the goal is why do you want to leave me i'm really cool to be around while at the same time having a really high standard for very small requests, very small. So very simple requests, non-physically demanding, but but like doable. So, and then huge rewards for doing it. So things like you can be standing still and practice, like I'm going to put a feel on the line and lead the forehand across in front of you and like two steps, but we need that to happen. (laughs) And look how easy it is and look how simple it is and look how appreciative I am. And that was it, right? So that when you start asking, she doesn't feel like, oh my God, I got to get out of here. She feels like, oh, I can do that. And, you know, that simple move of just like leading the forehand across you, forehand yield, you know, with here's a feel on the line, follow that feel. And then if you need to help with the stick, just to get them to take that step, real basics, um, then you can, but like, unless that's feeling like flowy butter with ears forward and super softness and anticipating every move, like there's a lot you can play with, with just that hindquarter yield, you know, hindquarter yield away, draw towards, like if I put a feel on the line towards me, can you just nicely take two steps so that, you know, as if you're leading a, a chihuahua, <laughs> you know, so there's lots of little things that you can have in place 
So you can be sure that you have those communications lightly, huge rewards, work on your timing, show the horse that you you can do that, that you have that. Um, Because in the middle of a big moment, you know, if you don't have it that light in a good moment, you know, they can easily, the next step for your horse is she does pull away from you and then, and then, then you're really in trouble. So I would bring it down smaller. Don't worry about the circling. Just keep her there and really play with the basic, basic yields until you feel like you have a happy little, maybe not a chihuahua. <laughs> I've had a chihuahua, so nothing is chihuahuas, but like a little Yorkie poo, like I have now that's like sweet. <laughs> um, and you feel like you can play in that space and your horse isn't trying to think really hard about how to get away from you. Then let's say that that's going well, that she's not trying to leave when you do that. You've got really smushy, flowy yields, um, like the difference between, I have that video in the classroom, the difference between rolling a ball or moving a box of rocks, (laughs) you know, that feeling. And she's looking at you and she knows when she gets it and she's happy and she gets scratches or whatever she likes. Then I would play with the game of, um, um, it's in the classroom, January, 2011, creating lightness on the circle on lightness on circles from the beginning, January, 2011. And I play with my horse, Natia, who, when she was young, she's big and she kind of just like get to the end of the line and just kind of use her body weight. So it's an exercise where you have bar- I had barrels around a circle and I would teach her to go out around the barrel and then come back, <laughs> go out around the barrel and come back and, and play with it until when she was going around the barrel, she really wanted to come back because that's where the cookies were and that's where the rest was. And once she got good at that, then I go around two barrels and then come back and then around three barrels and then come back. And then pretty soon we were going around the whole circle and she was kept asking like, when do I get to come back? When do I get to come back? So it created the horse thinking about staying with me and then I could send it away, send her it her away but she was always thinking back towards me so it's sort of a fun game where you're creating that the horse wants to it's bet it's beneficial for the horse to want to be with you because they get what they want when they're in there they get scratches and cookies and rest and so it's a really good exercise in communication directing the horse and creating the draw back to you making you the happy, safe place and creating motivation. Because pretty soon the horse is like, I'm going to hurry up and go around that barrel so I can hurry up and come back. And now, now she's putting in more effort to do the same thing. And then eventually if she stayed light, I could keep her out on the circle. And when she was young, like after a few circles, she'd kind of get brain fuzzy and then she'd start pulling on the line again. (laughs) She wasn't trying to escape. She just preferred a bigger circle. And then I'd bring her in again. Oh, be ready. We might come in again. Um, so that January 2011 exercise is also one of my absolutely favorite go-to ones. And uh, what's cool about that exercise is it actually helps horses who are um, who want to cut in. Like Cora wants to cut in on the circle. And I use that same plan to, to be able to communicate for her to go out. <laughs> like go out first, then you can come in. 
And then also, interestingly, the same exercise that I recommended for Anya the in the Sweet Spot course, module one, additional videos, step four, the following your focus on circles, I show the, the circle with cones and I'm riding and I stop between the cones and then, you know, we go through, you can do that um, online also. So online, have your horse stop between the cones and at the cones, they wait and they get a cookie and then go to the next set of cones and you can practice your transitions and you can do it at the walk until it's really good and then add the trot. But they're thinking, I got to get to the next cone. So a way to use your horse's brain so that they're with you and they feel successful. And what's nice about these exercises, the way I'm describing it, is you can have a very high standard and high expectations and get it really good. And it's not physically demanding because the most they're doing is going from one set of cones to the other, like a quarter of a circle or just around one barrel. And if that all looks good, then you can say, okay, now let's just keep it going for a while. And now you're, you know, circling. And then you can sort of see physically what's happening and and you know is she getting does she look like she's limping is she sore is she whatever but um you can have that high standard you can have excellent communication um and do a lot of stuff without really putting any physical demands and that way you can separate out that she doesn't have the excuse that you know it's painful because she's not really doing much and you build the trust that that she can listen to you. She can give you a hundred percent of what you're requesting. And she trusts that you're not going to make it hard work. That's, I think the interesting thing. Can it be a, a high standard, high expectation exercise without it being hard physically is really, really cool. Hey everyone, a quick message to let you know about a really exciting limited time opportunity for learning at no extra cost. So now you've heard me rave about the video classroom. It's my video training library, and it's where you go to see this podcast in action with videos on pretty much everything that I teach. But for May, June, and July, we are going to be doing extra monthly live Q&A calls and anyone who's in the classroom gets to attend at no extra cost. We've never offered this before, so it's a pretty cool opportunity. So this is such a great time to be able to speak with a real person, to get your questions answered, either about a particular video that you watched or a challenge that you're having with your horse. Now the video classroom, I think, is always the best deal. And for May, June, and July, it is going to be amazing. So go to dressagenaturally.net slash classroom and start your subscription today. There's always a one-week free trial to check it out. Again, dressagenaturally.net slash classroom. Okay, now back to the pod. Well, I hope you found that helpful to hear how I would answer such a question. Uh, I didn't include the conversation or recording of the student, um, just kind of to help preserve the safe learning environment inside the Sweet Spot course, because 
um, when the when people send in their questions, they don't necessarily uh, think that I might be <laughs> broadcasting them on my podcast. So um, in this case, uh, the student was not on the call. So even if you're not making the calls live, I answer the calls live, and then they can check back with me in the in our Facebook group and let me know how I did. Um, so anyway, I just I guess I just wanted to say that so, so for the students in my course aren't thinking, oh no, <laughs> if I submit a question, I might have to, I might be talking on Karen's podcast, and no, I will I will not put anybody's voice or full name on the podcast without permission. So just felt like I needed to say that out loud. Anyway, I wanted to kind of just sum up the my line of thinking. So notice that with the question, I mean, it's a pretty basic behavior. It's, it, it's a behavior, you know, my horse is pulling out in the circle and rearing. There's a lot of ways that that might be dealt with. And, you know, a lot of ways it could work. But I wanted to share my thought process, because it's not just about my magic answer, but it's a thought process, because you can also use this thought process and, and come up with your own solution that might work even better when you're there, you know, with your horse than what I'm imagining. But notice that my first thought was around um, pain. Well, my first thought was why, right? And that's, that's an important step. A lot of a lot of times people won't go to why, they'll just focus on the what. Well, they're pulling away and rearing. They can't be allowed to do that. I need to control that. And my thought was, well, that's a symptom perhaps of something else. And we always want to entertain the idea that it might be pain because, you know, pain is pain. And so it's my thought first went to, could it be pain? Let's entertain that idea and keep that in mind. If we're not sure, then how can we start to resolve the issue, keeping in mind that it could be pain, right? So notice I didn't go, oh, they, they must be in pain. Don't touch them. <laughs> Stall rest. <laughs> Don't touch them. You can't ride them or do anything. No, it's like, okay, it might be, but let's continue to investigate but do it in a way that we're not going to feel guilty in case it is. <laughs> it's a good rule of thumb. So first pain, then, you know, wrapped, actually wrapped up into the pain is safety, right? If they're not going to feel safe, if we are insisting or forcing them to do something that uh, is physically uncomfortable for them. So the pain, safety, trust all go together. And the trust part really comes in because we're not just putting them away. We're keeping them there. We're keeping them in the conversation. So if there was some discomfort and they're like, oh, she's still making requests of me, it's a chance for me to prove to my horse, like, hey, you know, you can be in this conversation with me. And I promise that even if you give me full effort, it's not going to be hard. And a lot of times trainers lump those two things together. They're either horses doing nothing, or if they're doing something, it's got to be work. You got to give it to me and I'll show you that you can keep going and whatever. So I love this messy middle ground <laughs> where we have to blend some things together of, I would like a hundred percent response, but trust me, it's going to be so easy. 
you know, get 100% response and very, very, very simple things and then build on that. So in the simple requests of basic yields, you're getting a chance to practice your communication and prove to your horse a million times that you are acknowledging their effort, you see their effort, you're in dialogue and changing what you're saying based on what you're seeing and what they're doing. And you're going to be reinforcing effort and building up motivation. So is there pain? I'm thinking safety, trust. That's kind of all shades of gray there. Um, then mental understanding is is the next priority. Let's do something basic and really get it working well. And then after that, some motivation. So if if we've got you know, some safety and trust in conversation, they're understanding. Now we can do it in a way that they're motivated to put in the effort, get a little more willingness because they're, it's good for them. Like, oh, that was easy and short. <laughs> then we can maybe be in a circumstance where we could start to extend it. And in this case, maybe then at some point, she can start trotting the circle. And if she's just starting the circle, because she's like, oh, this is cool. Just go around one barrel. Okay, maybe one more. Okay, maybe one more. Then I come in. Then we might see like, oh, she's actually tracking up kind of short on that side that we wouldn't have seen if she was just busy bulging and pulling. So we have to promise ourselves and our horses that when they do join us in the game, that we promise that if we do see any signs of something that could be discomfort, we will, you know, stop. (laughs) But we have to figure out how to get them in the game. Anyway, that's it. I hope you found that helpful and we'll, uh, we'll see you next time. If this episode resonates with you, make sure you subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening. Training horses is a long game. The more you listen, the more pieces of the puzzle you'll have. To see all your learning resources, visit dressagenaturally.net. That's where you'll find free videos, online courses, my book. You can sign up for my Wednesday Wisdom email or even book a private consult. Most of all, remember, you got this. Never underestimate the possibility for things to improve in ways you cannot yet imagine. Till next time, love your horse, move in harmony, and enjoy the process.